ESPNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. A cool evening in Murfreesboro as we get set for baseball. The Blue Raiders have been introduced, and right now it's time for the national anthem. MTSU Alumni Choir with the National Anthem as we get set for baseball. We talked about it, weather being a, a I don't want to say it's an issue, but it's, it's, <laughs> it's you know, we, we get spoiled in Middle Tennessee, and when it's 45 degrees this time of year, it feels kind of cold. It uh, feels like winter is trying to hold on, doesn't it? You know, 45 degrees, mostly cloudy now. Nice uh, breeze coming in right out of center field from the north at 9 to 10 miles an hour. The, uh, the day had rain, light rain early this morning a couple of times, and pretty good showers right after lunch. Yep. And so one of the options, of course, would have been to perhaps move this up a little bit, but you can't do that because it's, you don't know when the rain's going to stop. And as and it turned out, we, you know, if, let's say we wanted to play at 3, 4.30 would have been optimistic, I think. Although when I got here about 4, the field was uh, in very good shape, so you give the grounds crew lots of props on that one. Well, one of the things we know about this field, it was uh, the outfield was pretty well constructed from a drainage standpoint. So it drains pretty well. There's still a few wet spots out there, I'm pretty sure. But uh, field looks good, and it looks like we're about ready to play baseball. And Jaden Ham making the start for the Blue Raiders. This is his fifth start. Had that one-hit complete game shutout, two nothing. Last Friday night against Evansville, struck out 11. Yeah, a lot of career highs in that ball game. On the season, he, as, uh, as you said, Bob, making his fifth start, he's thrown a total of 28 innings, given up nine runs, eight of them earned on 23 hits, six walks, 36 strikeouts, 2.57 ERA, a three-and-one record, and one complete game. And we're ready to go. First pitch, and it's right in there for a called strike one. 6.03 start. Ty Crittenberger bats for Western Kentucky as the Hilltoppers hit in the top of the first inning. A one-strike delivery down low. We had cloudy skies until probably about, oh, fall at 5 o'clock, and the, the yeah. sun broke through a little bit, and... Um, 
Partly, yeah. partly cloudy, partly sunny now, depending upon which your preference is. I got here about uh, 10 minutes till 5, and uh, at that point the sun was trying to shine through, and it's... Uh, it's behind a cloud right now, but it's still there. Swing and miss on a 1-1 pitch, so a ball and two strikes with Crittenden, and now strike three swinging. Jaden Ham gets a strikeout as things get underway here this evening. This game tonight, a 3 o'clock game tomorrow, 1 o'clock for Sunday afternoon as Conference USA play begins. Leadoff batter retired Aiden Gilroy. He's the Hilltopper third baseman. Sends one foul and out of play for strike one. Left-handed hitter. Hitting 396. Well, left-handers only hitting 250 against Jaden Ham, so uh, you've got a battle at work here. A strike on the next one, 0-2 with Gilroy. Western as a team comes in with a 330 batting average. Ball outside on the 0-2. I mean, the 330 team batting average 18 games in is almost mind-boggling. Uh, and uh, they are one of the top teams in the country in doubles. Left-hand hitter at the plate, a pitch inside, 2-2. Two and two. A strikeout for the first hitter, and now it's Gilroy at the plate. Drew Record, the shortstop, will hit next. They had him 0-2, went outside, came back inside. Now they need to throw a strike. And a swing and a foul straight back keeps the count at two balls and two strikes. The Raiders have Jackson Galloway in left, Eston Snyder in center, Jared Vitato in right field. They are straight away for this hitter. Gilroy, 15 runs batted in. Vitato earned his start uh, with a two-for-five night uh, on Wednesday, including a two-run double that kind of broke things open. Yeah, that was a big late late game double. Foul ball and still two balls and two strikes with Gilroy. And with another 2-2 pitch, he Checked his swing, spun him around as it came inside. A breaking ball missed. Three balls and two strikes. Lights on at the ballpark for the 6 o'clock start. 3-2 pitch. Mm. Just low for ball four. So Well, you hate that, but uh, you got to give uh, Gilroy credit uh, he uh, had a pretty good at bat, fouled off some pretty good pitches. Yeah, he fouled off a couple of two-strike pitches, and so he worked the count from 0-2 to getting the base on balls. So he's at first base with one out. Andrew Record, the shortstop, is the batter. He is hitting 450. Gilroy doesn't uh, mind stealing a base. He's three for four in that category. I suspect that they do a lot of running. They do. Uh, they play small ball a lot. Um, they do steal bases. They'll put pressure on the running game. They also do a lot of sacrifice bunts. A one-strike pitch outside for a ball one and one. Record of 450 batting average. Yeah, I has don't ten think, doubles. I don't think we'll be seeing the sacrifice bunt here with a with their number three. You know, no. 
Ten doubles, a triple, two homers, 18 runs batted in. A quick throw to first. Close, but Whoa. back in safe. A ball and a strike, and the 1-1 pitch, swing and a miss on a good fastball. That one got up to 91, and it's 1-2. and two. On deck is the designated hitter, Tristan Garcia. Record is a, he is a brave young man. Look at that, he is not wearing an under jersey. Wearing the short sleeves. Runner at first goes, a swing and a miss, throw to second base, bounces, but fielded by Maber. The tag applied and out at second base. Very nicely done. Rudder to Mabry, 2-4 on the caught stealing. A strikeout of record at the same time, so two strikeouts in the inning. No runs or hits, a walk, but a runner caught stealing, and nobody left for Western Kentucky in the top of the first inning. After half of an inning here this evening at Reese Smith Jr. Baseball Field in Murfreesboro. It's Western Kentucky nothing, and the Blue Raiders coming up. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Brad Hopkins with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. Winning in real estate is a lot like football. Good coaching and recruiting a great team are the keys. I put together a team of lenders, inspectors, and home professionals to help you succeed. Let me coach you through this process and make sure you come out a winner. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or invest, I am here to help you win. Visit bradhopkinshomes.com or call 615-556-9239 to find out more. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. You're listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. Set to go in the bottom of the first, and it's going to be Cole Heath for Western Kentucky. Cole Heath making his fifth appearance, his first start. He's thrown eight and a third innings, given up four runs, two of them earned on six hits, three walks, six strikeouts. He's got a 2.16 ERA, a 1-0 record, one save. Opponents hitting... 194 against this redshirt sophomore out of Hendersonville. He is not a commando, though. He went to Davidson Academy up in Davidson County. So as we mentioned, Mason Burns, the scheduled starter, not here tonight because of the flu, hopes to be able to pitch on Sunday. So Cole getting the start, and he delivers. And ball one to J.T. Mabry. J.T. a base hit and three at-bats, a 4.24 average as he stands in, leading off the Blue Raider first inning. 1-0, a pitch outside, two balls and no strikes. Got his career underway with the uh, Hilltoppers last year. Uh, made 11 appearances all in relief, a 7.47 ERA, so... Here's a ball up the middle and a base hit to center field from Mabry. That's how things start in the bottom of the first. The Blue Raiders have the leadoff man on. 
You mentioned that uh, Heath has uh, made four appearances prior to this one. His longest outing was three innings, but uh, uh, he threw two innings a couple of times. His first outing was against Dayton back in uh, early mid-February, and uh, he only went an inning and a third in that one. But pretty good numbers. Yes, he does. Here's Brett Coker with Mabry at first. Brett takes, and that's a little high for a ball. Brett, a two-for-four game on Tuesday night. Well, I take the back. Wednesday night. Uh, you'd like to jump on this kid early, get a lead, because uh, we've been told that uh, they'll bring that Saturday starter in if it uh, if they're up and uh, in the ball game. And yeah, pitch inside to Coker, and it nipped him as he was trying to get out of the way. If you can get a lead, they'd, they'd probably keep him out of the way until tomorrow, and we'll see what their bullpen looks like. I think I'd rather face their bullpen than a, a starter who's in for a long relief outing. So two out on, nobody out in the bottom of the first. Here's Jeremiah Boyd. They haven't got a good scout on him, do they? No. <laughs> they are playing him to pull, and he slams it the other <laughs> way into right center field, and it's caught on the run. Nice play out there by Ferris, who gets it back in. And the reason John said that, and if Jeremiah hadn't swung at the first pitch, he could have elaborated, but they had three infielders on the second to third base side, and the first baseman was the only person between first and second, and he was holding or kind of about 10 feet off the bag, not holding uh, Coker, of course, with a runner at second. And, of course, Jeremiah loved going opposite field. And he did, but he got... The line drive that was caught in right field. Nice play by Ferris, getting a good read on it. Here's Briggs Rudder and the Blue Raider catcher who threw out a base runner to in the top of the first. He takes a pitch for a called strike. Well, I sure thought Boyd's line drive was going to get down. It had that look. Rudder hitting an even 300. Briggs up there with two on and one out. Ground ball, base hit. That's into left. They're going to wave Mabry around third. He'll come in to score as the throw goes to third to hold Coker at second. And Rudder gets a run batted in and gives the Blue Raiders an early one to nothing lead here in the bottom of the first inning. Uh, that's what you want to do. You want to get this kid early and, uh, and uh, you can't afford to let up. The batter is Jackson Galloway. Jackson won for five Wednesday night against Tech with a run batted in. Stands in from the right side. Made one of two sensational catches in the eighth inning by a Blue Raider outfielder. The other one belonged to Luke Vincent. Those at that time in the game, the game was, was still fairly yeah, intact in before, before we had the big bottom of the eighth inning. Yeah. And uh, it kept Tech off the board in that eight. Two on, one out, run in, a swing and a foul straight back on a 1-0 pitch, a one and one. Well, it's kind of neat to see players improve that batting average. Galloway and Jennings, you mentioned Jennings <laughs> earlier, uh, have picked it up the yeah. last uh, few games, and so they have... Uh, gotten it up quite a bit uh, above where it had been. Here's a ball tapped to the pitcher. His play will be to first. 
Galloway is out. He looked to second base, but uh, Rudder got a pretty good break on the yeah. comebacker. It was also a ball that took a lot of time to come down, so oh, Jackson hey. is out. That was what you call a high hopper. A very high hopper. <laughs> and he's going, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, get to me. Yeah. So the out at first base moves Brett Coker to third and Briggs Rudder to second for D.J. Wright. Outfield playing him straight away. D.J. at 295, base hit. That's into left field. One run is going to score. Rudder is coming around third. They're not going to have a play on him as it's cut off. And a big two out, two run single by D.J. Wright as he picks up RBIs number 13 and 14 on the season. And there's something but, that you love to see is yeah, that two-out RBI hit. Especially from D.J. because uh, after a quick start, he had slowed down considerably. That's uh, That's got to be a big pickup, two-run RBI single, especially with two outs. So the inning continues for Gabe Jennings. Four for five on Wednesday. A single, two doubles, a home run, and, and a mere six <laughs> runs batted in. That's a career night. That is. And he went from 12 RBIs to 18 on the season in one night. And, he, and I did check. He's hit three three-run homers. The home run the other night was his fourth. So he has popped the ball when he's had an opportunity. Takes a pitch, and it's inside for a ball. So a three-run first inning for middle. And a runner at first, D.J. Wright with two outs for Jennings. 1-0, a throw to first. Short lead by D.J. He's not going anywhere. On deck is Jared Vitito. 1-0 with Jennings. Pitch is bounced up the middle and knocked down at second, but no play. And runners at first and second with two outs as the inning continues. That's a tough call for the score. I think that's I a bet, base I hit. think so, and then that's, that's just popped up on the scoreboard. So Jennings has a base hit because the second baseman, Victor, was able to knock it down, keeps it on the infield. And that keeps Wright from going to third, but... Two on with two outs, and here's Jared Vitito. Had a big two-run double on Wednesday night. Vitito hits from the left side, takes low for a ball. Eighth batter of the inning. And that double from Jared came in the in the eighth inning and really just kind of helped blow that game open as it turned out in favor of the Blue Raiders. Takes the strike low. Two for five game and hitting 269. DJ Wright at second, Gabe Jennings at first. One ball, one strike. Pitch off the outside corner, two and one. 
Mabry started the inning with a base hit. Brett Coker was hit by a pitch. After Jeremiah Boyd lined to right, Briggs Rudders singled in a run. Galloway on a comebacker to the mound advanced runners to second and third, and then D.J. Wright singled them both in. Jennings is followed with a hit. There's a pitch up high, and three balls and a strike. 45 degrees as we get underway here this evening. That's the warm game of the weekend as far as the forecast is concerned. It feels a lot colder than that, though, out there on that field. I Throw to second base, and it hit D.J. Wright on the back of the helmet. And he, he takes <laughs> off the helmet, and it's kind of with the attitude, ah, jeez oh, yeah. whiz. Must not have been too hard, though. Yeah, he handled that fine. Yeah. That wind blowing in at 10 miles an hour-ish. And you've got, the, yeah, you got the dampness from the rain yeah. uh, this morning. It, it's got to be miserable out there on that field. Here's a high bouncer to second. Victor has it, a quick throw to first. And Vitato is retired, but the Blue Raiders send eight to the plate. Here in the bottom of the first inning, three runs on four hits, two left. And after an inning of play tonight, the Blue Raiders lead Western Kentucky by a three to nothing score. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. My son was 20 years old when he was prescribed opioids. It took him five days to get addicted. I'm not supposed to be the one to go get his suit and tie and pick which sneakers that I'm going to bury him in. My son overdosed at the age of 22 years old. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov rxawareness. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Blue Raiders play three in the bottom of the first, so a 3 nothing lead as the Hilltoppers get set to face Jaden Ham here in inning number two, Tristan Garcia. And if Jaden Ham is as good as he was a week ago, that might be the only three runs we need. That would be nice. You know, not that these would be the only, well, it would be nice that these would be the only three that you would need, yes. That would be. That would be the right way to start the series, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would. Garcia, he's hitting 368. A ball and a strike. He'll be followed by Kirk Liebert and Ty Bodicic. Liebert with a very low crouch. Checks his swing on a pitch that went outside and two balls and a strike. Looking at Western's batting averages through the first five in the order, 389, 396, 450, 368. Next man up, Liebert is at 348. Here's a high pop fly behind third. Brett Coker down the line, just in fair territory, about 20 feet on the outfield grass. Makes the catch and one out. 
You're talking about that crouch that Garcia. He's not but 5'4 to begin with. I mean, he, he, he's like he's getting ready to kneel to propose or something <laughs> like that. I mean, it, it's, it's, it was a very, very different looking crouch. And I tell you what, if you're hitting 368, you can have any kind of batting stance you uh, want. I guess you can. As far as I'm concerned, anyway. The batter is Liebert, Kirk Liebert. He has a 14-game hitting streak, and he's hitting 348. And of the first five hitters, that's the lowest batting average to come to the plate. Well, of course, actually, the batting average doesn't come literally, but <laughs> I think you know what I mean. A ball and a strike now as one gets the outside corner from Jaden Ham. Foul ball out of play goes off to the left. One and two. I got a text from Dick Palmer today. He says, what's the weather looking like? And this, when he texted late this morning, it was, it was terrible. It was really bad. It's, it's, it's much, much better now with the sunlight. Oh, you mean with the sun right in my eyes? Well, yeah. Here's a swing oh. and a miss and strike three. A breaking ball from Ham coming down and in to the left-hand hitter. And two outs here in this second inning. 79 miles an hour, the way that was breaking. That might be a slider. I love throwing the slider down and in or, or calling it. I, yeah. I certainly don't throw a slider if I ever did. Here's Ty Bodicic. Bodicic is the first baseman for this Hilltopper club. He's hitting 283. Has two home runs, 14 runs batted in. He hits with two outs, and the base is empty in the top of the second. That one's down low, and ball one. Ball one, strike one. I, I do like, love the difference that the sunlight makes as far as... Uh, just how you feel, cloudy versus sunny. Well, it's all about the vitamins, right? Yep. Here's a high pop fly on the infield coming down by the mound, and actually Jaden Ham says, hey, guys, I got this. <laughs> I got this, and he did. So one, two, three, go the Hilltoppers in the second inning. And in the middle of inning number two, the Blue Raiders are in front of this one, three to nothing. You're listening to MTSU Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. Three-nothing Blue Raiders as 
Middle gets set to bat here in the bottom of the second inning with Eston Snyder to lead off. JT Mabry and Brett Coker will follow facing the right-hander Cole Heath. Pitch is inside to Eston. Eston had a one for four game on Wednesday. It was a good game from the plate side for the Blue Raiders, and they got some solid pitching in the win. Here's a high bouncer to second, short hopped and off the glove of the second baseman, Victor, and he was not able to corral it in time. That's going to go as E4. That's a tough, tough error. He was charging the ball, and it had the big hop followed by the skip hop, if you know what I mean, and you can imagine that. Yeah, he was trying to catch that at the bottom of the hop. So it uh, glanced off his glove, and the leadoff batter on board, Snyder at first, top of the order, and J.T. Mabry started that three-run first with the base hit to center field. J.T. takes, and a strike called. Again, Cole Heath's numbers. His uh, second outing of the season, which was a two-inning uh, outing against Ohio, gave up four runs on four hits in that uh, outing. So he's already given up three runs on four hits. Makes a throw to first. Snyder gets back in. Eston, five out of five in stolen base attempts this year. Nothing going on in the uh, western bullpen. One strike with this batter. Mabry takes and strike two. Is that got the outside corner? 0-2. Oh Mabry bats from the right side. A little bit of hitting room in left center field for him. Pretty much straight away, though, in the outfield. Center fielder shades him slightly towards right center. Two strikes, JT loops it over second base. That's gonna drop in for his second hit of the game. And played well by the right fielder, Ferris. Now, is that and a Texas leaguer? That, uh, that, 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 that would certainly appear to qualify for that. <laughs> and I have no idea the origin of that other than obviously from some years ago in the Texas league. The soft line drive that falls in for a base hit. So Mabry is two for two. JT at first, Eston Snyder at second base. Here's Brett Coker hit by a pitch and scored in the first. Brett Bunce foul. Tried to push one up the first baseline, but a foul ball and strike one. Brett hitting 333. Well, if he could have gotten that uh, bunt down and gotten it between the pitcher and the first baseman, uh, that would have been a tough, tough play. He was bunting for a base hit. Yes, he was. I... Here's a bouncer foul at third. It's one of those uh, bunting for a base hit, and if I don't get that, I'm at least going to get the, the runners over, get that sacrifice bunt in. Second baseman playing, what, just one step from the grass in uh, the outfield grass. 
So he's playing him deep. Pitch outside to Brett, a ball and two strikes. Jeremiah Boyd on deck here in this second inning. The Blue Raiders scored three times in the first. Coker ready and a one-two pitch to him in the dirt. Blocked well by Ross, the catcher for the Hilltoppers. Outfield straight away for Brett. Two home runs on the season. And 11 runs batted in. Shortstop hits in the number two spot in the batting order. And a 2-2 pitch. Hit off the end of the bat slowly to second. The only play will be at first. And out over there on the play, Mabry to second and Snyder to third. So Coker is retired, but the runners move up 90 feet. And here's Jeremiah Boyd. Now let's see what this infield does after having seen him once. Remember they had everybody, well, they're going to do it again. They have the second baseman actually like two steps to the third base side of second back at the outfield grass. The shortstop, normal position. Third baseman also normal position and deep. A lot of room on the right side for Boyd. And I can, I can almost hear the wheels clicking from Jeremiah. Oh, man. <laughs> I, give me something here. That one was a, a strike call. That might have been the pitch he wanted to go to right uh, field with. Not quite as much room over there as his last at bat. Uh, the first baseman with nobody hold is way, way, way off the line. Take out, takes outside a ball, one ball, and a strike. Jeremiah lined to right center his last time up when the ball left the bat. John and I thought he was going to be able to get extra bases out of it. A good play out there by Ferris as the ball hung up, and he was able to run it down. Boyd at 345. 1-1 pitch, swing, and a foul at the plate. One and two. First of three with Western Kentucky in this series, and as we've mentioned a few times in previous broadcasts with the conference alignment the way it is, each team has a home and home with somebody, and for the Blue Raiders and Western, it's against each other. One, two, and in the dirt, blocked by Ross, and two balls and two strikes. We'll be going up uh, to Western Kentucky in three weeks. Sixth, uh, we'll be up there the 6th, 7th, and 8th of April for the weekend series. Two and two with Boyd. He bounces one to midway between first and second. The throw is behind the pitcher, and another run is going to score. Well, Jeremiah is excited, and I don't blame him. He beat the shift. Gets a run batted in, and then an error on the throw from the pitcher to the or from the first baseman to the pitcher covering. But two runs score as Jeremiah picks up RBI number 15 on the year. So that'll count as an infield hit. He hit it to the right side just like he wanted to do. And then when the throw got away at first, Mabry was able to follow Snyder across. Pitch in the dirt, blocked by Ferris, throw to second base. Boyd 
safe as he slides in ahead of the tag. Nice effort by the second baseman, Victor, because he made that a little closer than it looked like it might be. You calling that a wild pitch? Yes. I think so, too. So a runner at second base, Boyd. Two runs in, 5 nothing Blue Raiders. Jeremiah, the lead at second. A bouncer off the bat of Briggs-Rudder is foul at third. Briggs, an RBI single to start the scoring in that first inning. It's a high bouncer by second base. Victor has to throw in a hurry, does so, and gets rudder at first. On the play, Jeremiah Boyd goes to third base. So 4-3 on the out. Jeremiah to third with two down for Jackson Galloway. Galloway had a comebacker to the pitcher, but it was a big high bouncer, and he got runners to second and third. And it's set up situation where D.J. Wright came through with a two out, two run single. So a five nothing early lead for the Blue Raiders as they bat in the bottom of the second. Pitch in the dirt, blocked by Ferris. Defense has uh, really hurt the uh, Hilltoppers in this inning. Couple errors and both of them have cost runs. It's a nice block by the catcher Ross. He's had a couple of those here in this inning. 1-0, Galloway sends it foul and out of play. And, uh, you know, you talk about defense and, of course, the errors, but also just the uh, positioning for Jeremiah Boyd leaving the right side of the infield open. Jeremiah, what would have been a nice, easy ground out. And, yep. Uh, as it turned out, an infield hit and a run batted in, plus an error and an extra run. So you think the uh, Western Kentucky uh, bench went to school on that? I figure they might uh, <laughs> might play him a little more straight up next time. He's, he's hit a line drive to right, and he's hit a ground ball t to what would be the second yeah. base position. Wherever they do, found, came up with that business about the uh, about that uh, Galloway a swing and a foul, and that still shift, two and two. Uh, wherever they came up with the the data on that shift, uh, I think I'd be checking my data source. That's one of those things where you, you don't, you know, you don't have the scouting reports like you might or you would at uh, seeing somebody many, many times during yeah. a year. 2-2. Two, two. Galloway takes outside. Three balls and two strikes. You know, like major league teams will send advanced scouts in ahead. And, of course, the hitters usually don't pay any attention to what they tell them, but <laughs> at least that, that's, that's what I was told. <laughs> I don't know it firsthand. But, anyway, three and two with Galloway. Jeremiah, the base runner at third. And Jackson sends it to center field. It is going to be dropping in for a two-out RBI hit. The center fielder, Crittenberger, charging hard. And the ball just didn't stay up enough for him as Galloway has an RBI hit with two down. That's the second inning in a row in which the Blue Raiders have driven in a run with or 
two runs in, in this first by Wright and then this inning by Galloway with the two out hit. And that gets a, uh, gets a mound visit. They don't have anybody throwing, though. So at this point, you go out and say, kid, you're taking one for the team. We need to get one more inning out of you. But he's already faced, what, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 hitters. That's uh, three innings worth easily. Four, nice, maybe. Yeah, nice soft single from Galloway. That's the second. I get that's almost a Texas leaguer, too, don't you? Yeah. yeah. Two in this inning. So Snyder reached on an error to start things. Mabry a single after Coker was retired on a ground ball with the runners advancing to second and third. Jeremiah Boyd, an infield single, got one run home. And with the infield shifted like it was, the throw to the pitcher covering was offline, and that allowed an extra run to score. After Rudder grounded out with Boyd moving on to third, Jackson Galloway drives in a run with a base hit to make it 6-0 Blue Raiders. D.J. Wright came through big time in that first inning, a two-out, two-run single. As Takes a breaking ball on the inside. Inside, it didn't get, uh, didn't break very much, but it was a breaking ball. 1-0 with Wright. Here's the pitch. Foul hit in the air, popped behind first and caught an over-the-shoulder catch by the first baseman, Bodicic, and that will retire the side. But the Blue Raiders send seven to the plate in scoring three times in this second inning. Three runs on three hits, two errors, and one left on base. So we've played a couple of innings and go to the third with the Blue Raiders leading Western Kentucky by a score of six to nothing. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. Well, a couple of three run innings to start things for the Blue Raiders, and they're leading the Hilltoppers 6 0 after two as we go to the third. Lucas Ferris, the right fielder for Western, will bat here. He hits from the right side. Jaden Ham's first pitch slammed hard, but foul at third base for strike one. We've got seven, eight, and nine coming up in this inning, and uh, so far he's only faced the minimum. Of course, he had a walk, but then a strike him out, throw him out, double play back in the first. And a pitch down low on a one-strike delivery. 
It's one and one. The Hilltoppers do have a pitcher looking like if he can find his glove, he might warm up. Swing and a miss on a fastball. Ferris is hitting 320. Takes down and away. Checked his swing, and so the count evens at 2-2. Two and two. Lucas Ferris, Camden Ross, A.J. Fichter bat for Western Kentucky in the top of the third against the right-hander for the Blue Raiders, Jaden Ham. Here's a high drive, deep left field. Galloway is back and leaps up and does not have a play as that is a home run for Ferris. That is his third home run of the season. Just barely gets over the fence. And gets Western on the board here in the third in a 6-1 to one ball game. So that ends Ham's scoreless innings at 11. Swing and a foul back out of play. The batter is Camden Ross, the catcher. He so much for facing the minimum, right? Yeah, yeah <laughs> impossible to do that the rest oh, yeah. of the way. <laughs> Ross tried to check his swing and could not, and so strike two. Yeah, the home plate umpire didn't even have to ask for help on that one. We got Timothy Rosso at the plate, Micah Holman at first, Augustus Griffin at third. Swing and a miss and strike three. Pitch down and away. There's that breaking ball from Ham. And for Jaden, his fourth strikeout. One out for Fichter. You know, Augustus Griffin, my grandpa Jameson, his middle name was Augustus. That's, that's a rather august name, yes, isn't it? Yes, it is. Of course, the funny thing, about well, funny thing, but uh, his first name was Vertner. Vertner. V-I-R-T-N-E-R. Well, wow, that's... Uh, he went by Jim his whole life. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a high foul ball out of play. And, of course... You know, you and I are at Optimus Club, and there's, yep. you know, Jim Jameson at the Optimus Club. I saw I was excited to have somebody who was called by my grandfather's name, and, and he has a son, Adam, yeah. who, who's on this Blue Raider team as a pitcher. And that's all because there's an umpire named Augustus. Here's a bouncer to first. Nice play by DJ Wright on the big hop. Flips to Ham after tagging the base. So it's unassisted on the out at first. Two down. Top of the order and Ty Crittenberger. Crittenberger out on strikes in the first inning. Takes here high and outside for a ball. He bats from the right side. A strike evens the count at one and one. Home run that Jaden allowed is the, only the second that he's given up so far. Solo yeah. shot leading off the inning. Yeah, it wasn't much more than a line drive, but he'd gotten up in the wind. Wind probably keeps it in the ballpark. Hit it straight out by the Lee Victory Wall of Champions. 
That's a, a great feature here. Swinging a foul back this way, and John, I think I'd have had one if the screen hadn't been there. I Followed the right. screen and then this nice strong window in front. 2-2 <laughs> with Crittenberger. Have you ever caught a ball in the press box? Caught? No. Okay. Have you ever picked one up off the we, floor? We, uh, yeah. <laughs> but the two that have come in when I've been in a press box have been over at, at the other broadcaster's side of the press box. I had uh, two come into the press box that I picked up off the floor in Memphis at AutoZone Park. Here's a 3-2 pitch down and away for ball four. So a 3-2 breaking ball goes outside. Second walk from Ham, a two-out base runner for Aiden Gilroy. Gilroy walked and then was caught stealing in the, sec in the first inning. That's here in the third with one on and two outs. A run in on the home run. Important to get this guy. You've uh, given up the home run to lead it off. You've gotten a, a couple of quick outs. Now you walk somebody, you got to come back and get him. Ball one is just inside to Gilroy. 396 average. That's, uh, that's gaudy. It sure is. Gilroy bats from the left side. Check swing and a ball up and in. Sends it foul down the line and left. And it. He caught it just on a bounce. Yeah. <laughs> Jackson Galloway covered a lot of ground to get towards that baseball. It hit right up against the wall down there and short hopped back towards the field of play. That caught it on the first hop, didn't he? Yep. There was a day when that was an out. Sometime in the 19th century, in the early early days yes, yeah, early days of baseball. One ball and a strike. That pitch is ball two. You know, there's still folks that play that early version of the game with those uh, rules from 1865 or seven, uh, 70 or along in there. Well, there's a, a group I've seen. Over, they play at the Oakland Mansion yeah. field, and, and they use the they, – they dress up and play without gloves and all the old-time rules. We, I don't know what whether it would be that or not, but it's interesting to watch uh, an inning or two. They actually uh, played an exhibition game here after a Blue Raider game a number of years ago. It's Pitch inside, and it's 3-1 and one now. Another throw to first, and it gets away. D.J. Wright got enough of a glove on it to hold the runner at first base. And the runner had to dive back in, so yeah. he was – he did not have his balance to take advantage of getting up and trying to run that one out. Three and one, and the pitch is way out of there. Yeah. Ball four. So, Ham, a couple of walks with two outs in this inning. This might be a good time for Jerry Myers to come out and talk to his pitcher. Yeah. He got in this, you remember he got in a situation like this last Friday night. Coach Myers came out, and uh, from then on, he was lights out. And then the two walks bring up uh, Drew Record, the shortstop, who's only hitting now 443 after a strikeout his last time up. Started the game at an unbelievable 450 batting average. 
And I can see, you know, you played six games, have a 450 batting average. Right. We had some folks Many, like Yes, that. there were. But my goodness, 18 games into the season. 60 at bats, and he's hitting 450. First pitch, a strike, the next one on the outside corner, and that's strike two. A home run started the inning, and with two outs, a pair of walks. And two on with two outs. And one of the really th impressive things about that average is, look at his RBI total. He was driven in 18. 18 runs. He has 13 extra base hits among his 21. Hits a high bouncer foul at third base. Yeah, his, uh, his slugging percentage is 750 coming oh. into the game. Oh. Well, that's 10 doubles, a triple, and two home runs. And just to help himself out, he's also walked 11 times. Two strikes and ball one is down low. A six to one ball game. Blue Raiders on top of Western Kentucky here. And we're in the top of the third. On base average of 520. One and two, and just a little off the outside corner, perhaps a little low as well. Two balls and two strikes. On deck is the designated hitter, Tristan Garcia. Boy, and you sure do want to see him lead off the fourth inning. Absolutely. Jaden Reddy in a 2-2 pitch. That is strike three call. Took something off of it and got record looking. A run on the home run from Ferris. Two walks and two left for Western Kentucky in this top of the third. So in the middle of the third, it's middle six and Western one. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%, you may find it even costs less. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Bottom of the third inning, and the Blue Raiders will bat, leading six to one with Gabe Jennings to hit first against Cole Heath. Heath getting the start almost at the last minute. Jennings has a two for two night now. He takes the first pitch in the bottom of the third back into center field for a base hit. 
gave a single in the first inning and a leadoff single here in the third. Eight Blue Raider hits now. Now Cole Heath's still on the mound, but they've got a right-hander who's been throwing in the bullpen. I have a feeling they're not going to let Heath get in too much trouble here. Probably a very short leash. He works to Jared Vitato. Jared, a ground out in the first inning, 0 for 1. A 2 for 5 game with a double and a couple of runs scored. A pair batted in on Wednesday night. Ball 1 is in the dirt. Jennings at first base, starting the third with a single to center field. A bunt out in front of the plate. The third baseman has it, the throw to first, and Vitato is retired. A 5-3 sacrifice has Jennings at second base with one out and brings up Eston Snyder. Eston hit a ball that short hopped at second base. Charged, the second baseman charged with an error in the second inning. That's going to be it. Got the, well, at least we're having a mound. But yeah, yep. he just called for the new pitcher. So we will tell you about who the new pitcher is and give you his stats and everything else. We'll take a break on this pitching change in the bottom of the third inning. Blue Raiders ahead 6-1, to one, and this is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Tim Page with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. Are you on the fence about selling your home? Feel overwhelmed at the thought of purchasing a new home? Well, it's time to get moving. For professional, personal real estate services, give me a call today and put me to work for you. 615-896-5656, or you can reach me at ExitMurfreesboro.com. Let's go, Blue, and I'll see you at the game. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. New pitcher for Western Kentucky is a right-hander, Dalton Maceres. Dalton Maceres coming on for the fifth time. He's thrown six innings, given up two runs. Both of them earned on six hits, a walk, four strikeouts, 3.00 ERA. He has a win. He's 1-0 with no saves. Opponents hitting 261 against Maceres. Maceres is a senior. He's from Montgomery, Alabama. So the right-hander replaces Cole Heath, who goes two in the third innings. Right now charged with six runs. Four of them earned on eight hits. No walks or strikeouts. And a runner at second base is Gabe Jennings, and that is the responsibility of Heath. So a pitching change for Western in the bottom of the third. Eston Snyder reached on an error and scored, as we mentioned, in the second inning. will get back in and be the first batter that Maceres 
will face here. Got a, a text from Dick Palmer. He says he hopes our weather's better than theirs. It's raining in Durham. <laughs> and it's like, well, Dick, you're inside, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, that <laughs> was, uh, I wonder if that was the rain that uh, blew through here late last night. I bet it probably had part of that in it anyway. Mazaris is uh, his long, longest outing this year is his last uh, against Illinois, uh, Northern Illinois went three innings, uh, four innings in that ball game. His previous longs outing was just an inning. First pitch to Eston Snyder is outside for a ball. Blue Raiders with three in the first, three in the second. Western with one here in the third. Gabe Jennings at second with one down. Oh, Ooh, got him. That got him. The umpire did not signal that oh. it did. So. Oh, I think that was a, if it didn't get him, I thought that was a. That was a real good acting job by a, Eston Snyder. That was an Academy Award winner there. Had me convinced. I guess, though, you know, the whole thing about acting is suspension of disbelief. I wanted to believe that he was it. <laughs> Swing and a miss and strike one, two and one with Eston. J.T. Mabry waiting to bat next here in this bottom of the third. Maceres, a 2-1 pitch. Swing and a miss. Bottom dropped out of that. His first pitch was high and outside, and the rest of them have been right in and around the strike zone. That was 86 miles an hour, so uh, probably a fastball. That, and like you said, that bottom just dropped thing out of. Maybe it was a slider at 86. Two-two delivery. That's just a little bit high. Didn't miss by much. No. And three and two. If he had called that a strike, I don't. It would have been hard to argue. So a full count with Snyder. Eston hitting 234. Couple of home runs. Eight runs batted in. Bats from the right side and hits in this third inning. Uh, look to second base, but no throw. Gabe Jennings, the Blue Raider base runner, started the inning with a base hit, was bunted to second by Jared Vitato. Outfield straight away for the Blue Raider center fielder. 3-2 pitch, swing, and a miss for strike three. First strikeout of the game for Western pitching. And two outs now, top of the order in J.T. Mabry. J.T., two hits and two runs scored. That was that uh, same pitch that he had a couple of pitches ago, down and bottom dropped out of uh, something with some pretty good speed. Probably a slider. So Mabry batting with two outs. Jennings a good lead at second base. Pitch to JT, strike on the inside corner. Now that was a curveball. Drop that one over on the inside part of the plate. And he changed his arm angle on that, didn't he? Yes, he did. That was more sidearm. One strike with Mabry. 
That's down low, ball one, and strike one. If JT can get on with two outs, Brett Coker will get a chance to hit here in this third inning. Outfield straight away for the Blue Raiders second baseman who stands in in this third inning with two outs. He's at the plate, a ball and a strike, and time is called. And so he took too long. Now it's two balls and a strike. There you go. Wow. Haven't seen many pitch violations. In fact, the first time we did, we saw one on a hitter, pitcher and one on a hitter in the same inning yep. way back. Uh, that was our first home series of the, of the season. Curveball in there for a strike. And two and two. Yeah, most pitchers and hitters just, uh, they, they get used to that. Starting to figure it out. Yeah. Two and two with Mabry. Pitch on the way to JT. That's down and in. Ball three and strike two. JT with 27 hits and a 424 batting average coming in. Full count pitch coming to the Blue Raiders second baseman. That's hit well to center field, but it's going to hang up for the center fielder Crittenberger, and he'll make the catch on the line drive to retire the side. No runs on a hit. And one left for the Blue Raiders in the bottom of the third. We played three innings here tonight at Reese Smith Field. And the Blue Raiders lead Western Kentucky by a score of 6-1. to one. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. Three inning totals have Western Kentucky with one run on one hit, two errors, and two left on base. The Blue Raiders, six runs, eight hits, no errors, and four stranded. So 6-1 Blue Raiders, top of the fourth. Jaden Ham facing Tristan Garcia. Garcia takes a strike. Yeah, not much strike zone there. Next pitch is outside. One ball and a strike. Garcia out on a pop fly to Coker at short, leading off the second inning. Stands in, hitting 362. As we mentioned 
Western as a team. This is a team through 18 games. Comes in with a 330 team batting average. That's, that's doing some serious, serious hitting. That's uh, you're right about that. And it's those extra base hits that uh, that uh, are particularly impressive. Now they've coming in scored 144 runs in 18 games. That's a lot of runs per game. Well, they uh, coming in, they had 50 doubles, which ties for first in the nation with NC State. That's a lot of doubles. It is. Ball fouled away. Another one fouled down the left side, and so the count hanging at 2-2 two and two with Garcia. It's Garcia, Liebert, and Botasic for Western in the top of the fourth. Four, five, and six in their batting order. When you look at our doubles, total 29. Here's a ground ball to first. Wright has it. One knee over to Ham, covering and out. Ground ball to first. The leadoff hitter retired to start the Western fourth inning. Well, Jaden has retired the uh, leadoff hitter in three of the four innings. Unfortunately, that leadoff hitter in that inning that he did not retire took him deep. A ball that just barely got out of here, but uh, still the deep part of the park. Out to almost to the 365 sign in left center. Ground ball foul at first off the bat of Liebert. Liebert out on strikes in the second inning. He's another well over 300 hitter, 343. DJ Wright playing him very, very deep. Yeah, he's on the, right at the edge of the dirt Yeah, be, behind first base. Bats from the left side. Takes down low, ball one, and strike one. First of three with Western Kentucky here this weekend as Conference USA play gets underway. Leadoff man retired, Liebert up there, and a one-ball, one-strike pitch coming. That's off the outside corner, two balls and a strike. Eric Swan scheduled to pitch tomorrow for Middle Tennessee against this Western Kentucky team. And I am guessing with the score the way it is right now, Western will go with their scheduled Starter for tomorrow, and that'll be Dawson Hall. And then we'll see what happens. Here's a line drive base hit into right field, a hanging curveball, and Liebert jumped all over that one and gets the one-out single here in the fourth inning. Well, that means that we'll see uh, uh, their scheduled Sunday hit, uh, starter, who is uh, Devin... Turbrack, who had the uh, the no-hitter last Sunday. That was against uh, South Dakota State. Three to nothing win. Batting from the left side, Bodicic, and he takes a strike. Hit a fly, pop fly on the infield, actually caught by the pitcher. You don't see many that no. get any altitude get caught by the pitcher, but it was an easy one for Hayden. Ham and 
Jaden just very calmly made it like like he should have. But sometimes pitchers get a little anxious mm -hmm. on those because they're usually called to get out of the way. Well, you got to you got to be able to field your position. And when I was a kid, about the only thing everybody could catch most of the time was the pop fly. Most. <laughs> One ball and a strike with Botisic. Ball two down and in. A one-out single here in the top of the fourth inning for the Hilltoppers. Uh, one of the games that we played was called Flies and Grounders in our neighborhood. Hmm. And I'm trying to remember what the rules were, but uh, I do remember we played Flies and Grounders. Foul ball out of play goes off to the left and two and two. Potisic, the first baseman for this Hilltoppers team. He is from Joliet, Illinois. This is very warm weather for Joliet this time of year, so he's, <laughs> he's probably going to be okay, swinging a foul away. Joliet just a little bit south of Chicago. A one-out base runner in the western fourth inning. Isn't there a prison at Juliet? Juliet or used to be? Yes. Swing and a foul. I don't... I'm thinking... I, I, I think... I, I really think it's still there. It's, it's kind of like it has the reputation like the Brushy Mountain. You know, just a... <laughs> you, you didn't want to go there because it meant you were a pretty bad uh, individual. Yeah. I remember it from... Watching the Untouchables. Not the movie. The TV show? Yes, yes. <laughs> oh. oh, a 2-2 two -two pitch way up high. And ball three and strike two. A chilly evening as sun has sat here in Murfreesboro. Temperature at 43. A runner goes on the 3-2. It's lifted high in the air to left field. Galloway goes to his right a couple of steps. Jackson is there to make the catch and two out. So Western sending a base runner and Ham getting the fly ball out to left. You could tell that uh, watching his route to the baseball, particularly those last three or four steps, the wind was a factor on that fly ball. Yes, it was. So a runner at first base and two outs, and the batter is Lucas Ferris. First pitch to him is a ball. Ferris led off the third with a home run to left center field. The home run was his third of the year. He now has a dozen runs batted in. 1-0 pitch inside, two balls and no strikes. The Raiders three in the first, three in the second. Western with their run off the bat of Ferris in the third, and Western hits here in the top of the fourth. 2-0 inside, ball three and no strikes. Last inning, Jaden had two out control issues. He walked a couple of hitters. What was it, I think nine or ten pitches. Yeah. I, you can see what he's trying to do is 
he, he knows what he threw to Ferris his last time, and he was just bound and determined he wasn't going to throw it again. And so instead of a home run, Ferris walks. Walks him on four pitches, and that is his fourth walk of the season. Coach Jerry Myers is going to go out to the mound and talk to his right-hander because – you know, this game, uh, it's so early. You want to keep you, it under uh, in hand. You uh, you walk people with two outs that can get you into a lot of trouble. Yeah. Remember, Jaden started the season, walk, went 18 innings before he walked anybody. And so all of his walks have come since then. Just trying well, to he had that one bad outing against, who was it? Uh, was that against Toledo? Toledo, yeah. yeah. He had uh, thrown five pretty good innings, just given up one run, and then that disastrous sixth gave up five. Yeah, Jaden. And that involves some walks. Yeah, he, had th- he had three walks in that game, yes. All of them scored, too. That was a game, I think there were a whole lot of walks with a whole lot of runners mm-hmm. scoring on walks. We've had some games like that. Cam, Caden Ross, Camden Ross, takes and a ball on the first one. That's a pitch that could have been a strike. Yeah, single with one out, a walk with two outs. Ross is the catcher for this Hilltopper team. Bats from the right side. 1-0, and that's a strike. 1-1. Yeah, Jaden in his last 11 and two-thirds innings has walked a total of nine after walking nobody in 18. So, you know, he'd like to get back to that mm. earlier stretch. That's right. That ball must have been a little bit low. Two balls and a strike. On deck is Victor, the second baseman. Last pitch looked like it had plenty of plate. Just low. A 2-1 pitch. That's inside. Ball three. Two on, two outs. 3-1 pitch. Blocked him. Second inning in a row that Ham has walked consecutive batters with two outs in this inning it comes with the runner at first and so they are loaded up now he's walked five batters in three and two-thirds innings one in the first and two each in the third and fourth and so we go to Victor the second baseman who hits with the bases loaded Pitch to this batter. That's a strike on the outside corner. Victor is a 296 hitter. Well, he's down to 286 after that uh, ground ball to DJ Wright that was handled uh, unassisted in the third inning. One strike pitch to him. Fouled at the plate. Strike two. A 6-1 Blue Raider lead, and Western with a big two-out threat here in the top of the fourth inning. Bases loaded. A one-out single and a pair of two-out walks. Two strikes with Victor. 
He bats from the right side, and the two-strike pitch is up and in. Ball one and strike two. A 1-2 delivery that's bounced up the middle. Coker by second, a quick throw to first, and out over there. Nice play by Brett, and that retires the side. Western with no runs on a hit and three big base runners left on base here in the top of the fourth. That means we'll go to the bottom of the fourth inning, and it's still Blue Raiders six and Western one. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! You are listening to NTSU Sports on WGNS. So we move along to the bottom of inning number four, six to one Blue Raiders. And you know what that means when it gets to be the fourth inning, bottom of the fourth? It's time for free cheeseburgers from Wendy's. Yeah. We've got to get a hit. Got to get a hit. Well, we've got the right end of the lineup going here. We've got two, three, and four. And I'm looking at it. Um, we've got a couple of hits. We've had a hit from uh, Jeremiah Boyd, the third, uh, third place hitter, and cleanup hitter Biggs Rudder has had a hit. So, now Brett Coker hit by a pitch, and the ground out in his two times up has scored a run. Bats leading off and takes a strike. Dalton Maceras, the new pitcher who came in in the third, works in the fourth for Western. That was a 72-mile-an-hour something or other. Right-hander delivers, sidearm, a swing and a miss, and strike two. Coker, Boyd, and Rudder in the bottom of the fourth. Two-strike delivery, a swing and a miss. That pitch just went further away than the previous one. Second strikeout for Maceras. And so the leadoff batter is retired in the fourth. Another big sports weekend here on the campus with uh, state basketball. Last week the uh, girls championships and this weekend the boys championships. And a lot of folks coming from out of town to. Look who has learned a defensive lesson, Bob. Jeremiah Boyd bats, and actually there's two infielders on each side of second base this time instead of three of them between second and third. And they're still giving him a lot of room between first and second. The second baseman, Victor, is very close to the bag. Yeah, he's uh, playing more or less up the middle, isn't he? 
One strike to Jeremiah. That pitch is inside and a ball and a strike. Jeremiah lined to right in the first inning. Had an infield single to the right side of the infield in the second. Both times with three infielders on the left side for Western Kentucky. One ball and a strike. Hit him. Just below the belt on the back side. So Boyd is hit by a pitch. Well, unfortunately, a hit by a pitch does not count as a hit. It doesn't, does it? Even though it says hit. So Boyd, a base runner with one out. And Briggs Ryder will bat. Briggs one for two, RBI. And a run scored. Had a single to drive in the first run of the game back in the first. And then later scored. Boyd at first base with one out. 6-1 Blue Raiders, a pitch high and outside, and ball one. Six of the nine starters for the Raiders have at least one hit. That's nice to have, particularly since you're in the bottom of the fourth inning. Hope that trend continues. Here's a smash to third. They have one out at second and two at first. A hard hit ground ball becomes a 5-4-3 double play. No single, free single Dave's cheeseburger from Wendy's today. We'll have to try to get it back tomorrow. Blue Raiders, no runs. A base runner, but a double play, and nobody left here in the bottom of the fourth. 6-1, middle leading Western as we go to the fifth. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850, and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850, and let me show you with discounts up to 40%, you may find it even costs less. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student-athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Top of the fifth inning. Blue Raiders have a 6-1 to one lead. And Western Kentucky getting set to hit against Jaden Ham with the top of the order up. Ty Crittenberger to lead off. Jaden Ham threw four innings. He's only given up a couple of hits, but he's walked five to go with those five strikeouts. I'm sure that is not a number that anybody over the in the Raider dugout is happy about. But I imagine maybe some of them are, like me, a little surprised at it. Mm-hmm. Jaden has walked back-to-back -back hitters with two outs in each of the last two times, last two innings. Swing and a miss here as Crittenberger, who has walked, 
in one and two at bats. Also a strikeout, swing and a miss on him. He bats from the right side, leaves off for the Hilltoppers in the fifth, swing and a foul and strike two. Now here's uh, the challenge for Jaden Ham. He's, uh, he's had 0-2 counts several times, and several times he's lost people to the walk. And loses this one to a base hit to right. Single in, and it gets by the right fielder, Vitito, and the runner will end up at second base. So on a two-strike count, Crittenberger, who started the game at 389, gets his first hit of the game. And then the ball skipped by Jared, and so it would be an error. Hit it in there. Yeah. Base hit for Crittenberger and an error. Three hits for Western. And the runner at second base with nobody out here in the top of the fifth. Brings up Aiden Gilroy. Who hits this one just foul oh. down the line and left. Maybe a oh. foot and a half. That ball had double written all over it. It sure did. But the little bit of too much slice as it just dropped foul. Yeah, hit very well the other way. That ball got all the way into the corner. Gilroy has been up twice and walked twice. Runner at second with nobody out. Takes here, it's low, and a ball, one and one. Three o'clock game tomorrow, and then one o'clock on Sunday to wrap up this series. Don't forget to cover the plants for the next few nights. Here's a foul ball by the Blue Raider dugout on the first base side. I don't know that, what the science is behind that, but uh, we're reminded to do it. Well, what, particularly if you've got some things that are Trying to bloom on Yes, you. yeah, and that's the big deal. Remember we had a late freeze many years ago and my tree had just started. Pitching the dirt for a ball. And uh, it almost killed that tree. Yeah, oh yeah. We had a little tiny Japanese maple a couple of years ago that got a late freeze. It's never really recovered from I'm that. I'm still not sure if... Uh, my crepe myrtles are going to survive. 2-2. Two, two. That ball is hit in the air to right field. Vitito is there to make the catch. The runner tagging at second, going to third, and he'll make it in yeah. safely. Threw it all the way, but uh, it was not a good throw up the uh, third base towards the outfield. And I doubt based the ball arrived yeah, maybe a, right about the same time, but throw a little offline and so the runner at third with one out as Gilroy is retired but advances a base runner and here's Drew Reckhart he takes and looks at a ball low Reckhart a couple of strikeouts as we mentioned he has just these unbelievable <laughs> Numbers, uh, on-base percentage, uh, slugging percentage. Raiders have a right-hander up throwing in their bullpen. There's a high 
fly ball into very shallow left going into foul territory and down the line in foul territory as the wind kind of brought that back a little bit is Gabe Jennings to make the catch for the second out. So two down and the batter is the designated hitter Tristan Garcia. Garcia bats from the left side. Swing and a miss. Brian Baranek uh, throwing for the Raiders. So we are in the fifth inning. A runner at third and two outs for Western Kentucky. You definitely want to get a ham through this inning. Because uh, you don't want to throw away a 6-1 to one lead. No, right? you don't. <laughs> yeah. If you're ahead in the fifth. One ball and a strike, that last pitch in the dirt, blocked well by Briggs Rudder. 1-1, one, one. that's a strike on the inside corner, 1-2. and two. Garcia is a senior, he's from Louisville, Kentucky. A ball and two strikes, here's the pitch, swing and a foul and still 1-2. and two. You know, five four with a crouch like he's got uh, that presents real problems for your catcher. Yeah, not much of a strike zone either. Especially a big guy like uh, Briggs Rudder. One and two hit foul to the screen, off to the left side. Still the ball and two strikes. Well, lady, lady Raiders are going to be playing tomorrow night. In Durham, North Carolina, we've alluded to that. That's a 6 o'clock start. So hopefully we get uh, a nice sub-three-hour game so we can watch that one. Absolutely. Here's a 1-2 pitch, base hit. Two-out hit up in the strike zone, and he takes it the other way to make it a 6-2 to two game. you got to give him a lot of credit for his at-bat. That was a very good at-bat from Tristan Garcia. Four hits now for Western. That run, run is probably unearned. Yeah, you would. You know, the error getting the runner to second base, who certainly wouldn't have gone from first to second on a fly ball to right field. No. So, so you were looking at a runner at first with two outs if the error doesn't occur. So, yeah, it's, it is unearned. What this hitter or any subsequent hitter in this inning does would could, change that. could turn it into an earned run. The batter is Kirk Liebert, the left fielder, takes a strike. It's the third inning in a row that Western has had a two-out base runner. As the third out in that inning has, has proved elusive. Two walks in the third, two walks in the fourth, and an RBI single here in the fifth, and that makes it a 6-2 game, and there's the ball hit down the line and left, and a fair ball into the corner. That'll score a run, and it's at least two. And that's gonna change that run to earned. Yes, it will. So again, the third out is proving elusive, and now it's a 6-3 game, and you know, you've gone from six to nothing to six to three, and a lot of baseball left. 
And, you know, you look at this Western Kentucky batting order with their averages, and you know they're, they're going to score some runs. And you don't play with fire if you don't have to. Yeah, Jerry Myers on the way to the mound. So we will see if he is going to make a call to the bullpen. And it appears perhaps that he already has. We'll see. Well, no, he hasn't. I just saw Bryant Baranek coming he, into the field to play. He's ready. And he's he has. Point. He has made a move to the to the bullpen. And here's here's one of those things. If I told you that Jaden Ham would have a six to nothing lead, would you believe I'd tell you he didn't get through the fifth inning? Yeah. Uh, but it's uh, it's not been one of those good nights for Jaden, unfortunately. Uh, but he still a, has the yeah, lead, and so do six, the Blue Raiders. Not a six to three ball game anymore. So we have a pitching change for Middle, and we'll take a break. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. I was given a prescription opioid pain medication, and within only a few months, I was completely addicted. I lost everything. I had to leave school and stop playing sports in college, and I started to watch my life slip away. I want people to know that these drugs are addictive. One prescription can be all it takes to lose everything. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov rxawareness. Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% own an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who'll be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of State Farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel at 931-684-5274. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. Well, as we mentioned, the uh, third out in the last three innings has been elusive. And uh, two walks in the third, two walks in the fourth, and here in the fifth, two RBI hits to get a couple of runs home. And uh, both of the hitters that got hits had two strikes. And we've got a new pitcher, Brian Baranek, uh, on for his fourth appearance. This is the first time he's pitched in relief, Bob. He's thrown 12 and two-thirds innings, given up four runs all earned, nine hits, four walks, seven strikeouts, 2.84 ERA, a one-and-one record. And so Bryant comes on for Jaden Ham. Runner at second base belongs to Jaden. Right now, four and two-thirds innings, three runs All earned on five hits, five walks, five strikeouts, a bouncer up the middle, Coker behind second, a quick throw to first. That was a nice play, and out over there to retire the side. Brannick comes in, gets a couple of pitches, and gets that big third out. Two runs on three hits, an error, and one left for Western Kentucky here in the top of the fifth. Blue Raiders have a 6-3 lead through four and a half. And this is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. 
Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. All right, bottom of the fifth inning. Western a couple of two out runs in the top of this inning, and so trailing by three now. Final line on Jaden Ham, four and two thirds innings, three runs all earned on five hits, five walks, and five strikeouts. So Jackson Galloway will start things off here in the fifth. The Blue Raiders needing to add to their total. Three in the first, three in the second. And nothing since then. Had a two out, or had a runner at second with one out in the third. Nobody passed first since then. Jackson Galloway has a single in the second after advancing runners on a ground out in the first. Takes a ball and ball one. Dalton Masaris has pitched well since coming in for the Hilltoppers. He has not allowed a base hit. Has struck out a couple. He's outside to Galloway. Two balls and no strikes on Jackson. That's a strike two and one. Jackson Galloway, D.J. Wright, and Gabe Jennings in this bottom of the fifth. He's throwing his fastball about 87 miles an hour, but uh, he's got some slow stuff. That's uh, I've seen him throw, what, one at least was 72. Come backer to the pitcher. He'll underhand it and out at first. Well, and then he... Augments that by dropping down and throwing a little less than three quarters, yep. but not really sidearm. So an out, leadoff batter retired in the bottom of the fifth inning. DJ Wright, a two out, two run single in the first inning, one for two. DJ takes, and that pitch was called a ball. Must have been a little bit low. One ball and no strikes. Outfield deep for DJ, particularly Liebert in left. Pitch inside. Two balls and no strikes. First of three with Western. 
The Raiders in their 17th game of the season. Uh, 2-0 is over for a strike, 2-1. D.J. Wright hits for the Blue Raiders in this fifth inning with one out. 2-1 pitch. That's inside. Ball three in strike one. No walks issued by Western pitchers, although Heath did hit a batter and Masaris has hit a batter. So a three-ball, one-strike count. And a 3-1 pitch, swing and a miss for strike two. So a full count. As the Blue Raiders look to get a one-out base runner here in this fifth inning. 3-2 pitch, swing and a miss for strike three. They set up low and out uh, and on the out, uh, outside corner. That's where he threw the pitch, and that's what they got him on. So a couple of quick outs here in the bottom of the fifth inning. Base is empty, and Gabe Jennings is the batter. The Raiders have had a base runner in each of their first four innings, but in the fourth sent the minimum as there was a double play. Gabe Jennings nipped by a pitch, so that is the... Second time he's been hit, or that Maceres has hit a batter with the pitch. Gabe, two hits, and now a hit by pitch. Becomes a two-out base runner. And the batter is right fielder Jared Vitato. Jared, a ground out and a sacrifice bunt. Nine, nine runs batted in for him. Looking for his first home run of the season. 6-3 Blue Raiders, and we're in the bottom of the fifth. Jennings a base runner for the third time. There's a ground ball. Third baseman cuts it off, goes to second for the force play there, and that will retire the side. So a 5-4 force out at second base. And for the Blue Raiders, no runs or hits, no errors, and one left here in the bottom of the fifth. After five, it's the Blue Raiders six and the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers three. This is MTSU Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Is that the sound of an ooey, gooey, cheesy, crunchy slice of P-I-Z-Z-A? <laughs> Obviously, but as good as that sounds, we think it can get even better. Oh, yeah, that's the sound of a freshly opened fizz-filled Pepsi. The only thing that can take this flavor medley of crunchy dough, mouth-watering cheese, and savory sauce to the next level. How about another bite? Pepsi and pizza sound like a match made in heaven and taste even better. Pizza, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Tim Page with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. Are you on the fence about selling your home? Feel overwhelmed at the thought of purchasing a new home? Well, it's time to get moving. For professional, personal real estate services, give me a call today and put me to work for you. 615-896-5656, or you can reach me at ExitMurfreesboro.com. Let's go, Blue, and I'll see you at the game. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Brian Brannick pitching for the Blue Raiders. 
came on to get the final out in the top of the fifth. He'll get set to work in the sixth. And it's Lucas Ferris, Camden Ross, and A.J. Fichter coming up for Western Kentucky. Got a ground ball. And uh, you know what that does? That makes him the pitcher of, pitcher of record. At the moment, yes. If, yeah. if the Ham going four and two-thirds innings, and so Jaden not eligible to get a, a, a victory. Swing and a foul, although I had somebody say, well, no, if, if you don't intend to go four, full, you, you could still get it. I, I'm not sure where that rule came from, but... Uh, <laughs> That's an, uh, another story for another time. Yeah, here's, it, a, here's this. This was not going to ever be a bullpen day. No. Two balls and no strikes with Ferris. Ferris a home run and a walk. Homer to left center, his third of the year. Check swing, roller up the third base line. They're going to go let foul. it go foul, yeah, there and we go. it does. So a foul ball and makes it two and one and sends Ferris back to the plate. He let off the third with a hit. Got a two-out walk in the fourth. That little roller. You know, if, if it had stayed fair, all you could do is pick it up and give it back to the pitcher. Give it back to the pitcher. Or maybe got a little dirt and get a new baseball instead. But, yeah, it's – fortunately, it went foul for the Blue Raiders. Here is a pitch inside for a ball. Two balls and one strike. Next one on the way. That one's hammered and foul deep into the left field corner. Ended up being foul by 10 to 15 feet. And I'm wondering if there's something wrong with the strikes on the scoreboard because the last batter early in the earlier in the bottom of the fifth, the score. All right, now it says the count's 2-0. Oh. But it's 3-1. and one. Now they're now getting it, right? Back. It's 2-2 two and two now. There's still – there we go. We All got right. it right. Here's a foul ball out of play, and so still 2-2. Two and two. It's funny how you, you, you rely on that, and I have missed, <laughs> I have missed many counts over the years by uh, – doing that, but then again, 99.9% .9 of the time, it's right. Or actually more than that, to be, I would think. A check swing, foul ball at the plate. Bounced up and came back and into Briggs Rudder's mitt, but he was in foul territory. So the count holding at two and two. Lead-off man up here in this top of the sixth inning. 2-2 pitch. Strike. Yeah. Three called. Baranek with a strikeout. Bryant gets his first. That is six in the game for Blue Raider pitching. And with one out, Camden all, Ross will bat. All Ferris could do is look at it and turn around and walk back to the dugout. That was a good pitch. Yes, it was. Looked like he was... Looking away, and, and, and Bryant came back inside, got the inside corner. He's a little inside with this pitch to Ross. Ross has a strikeout and a walk and two trips to the plate. 
He is the catcher for this Hilltopper team. A 1-0 pitch taken for a strike. Bryant Baranek from Columbia went to Columbia Academy. And the freshman on in relief in this game tonight. Swing and a miss. That pitch was up and out of the strike zone. Gave him a gift there. Good fastball and not too many hitters can get on top of those. Swing and a foul. No, actually it got away from Rudder. It popped out of his glove and so a strikeout but a runner reaching. So it's a strikeout. And a wild pitch. Think so? I think so. Ball was down and away and low. So a strikeout, but a runner on base with the ball getting away. And the batter is Fichter, the second baseman. He's grounded out twice. Fastball is outside for ball one. Blue Raiders in the top of the sixth inning. 1-0 pitch. Strike called. 1-1. 